Nights. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. A while back, my friend Fakile, who happens to be Isi Kosa, phoned and asked me whether the Jewish religion held any ceremonies or rituals that are both unique to our culture as well as kept private and only within our tradition. I knew that he was referring to the controversial movie The Wound, which both explores and exposes the Isi Kosa tradition of initiation into manhood. Fikile wanted to know whether there was an equivalent Jewish ritual and how the community would respond to a movie being made of it. As we come to the end of Heritage Month, I thought it would be useful to reflect a bit about the concepts of heritage within our, our community and our broader society. And there is no better person to help us navigate this issue than Gavin Morris, the director of the South African Jewish Museum, which is based in Cape Town. Gavin, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Cherise. It's a pleasure. Gavin, what is South African Jewish heritage? Um, how long is a piece of string? <laughs> Cherise, um, I think what's unique about South African Jewish uh, heritage is, is, um, is that we've actually created a identifiable South African Jewish culture. Um, by that I mean we are identifiable to our fellow compatriots as South Africans, really, and uh, unless we get into a, a deep conversation, uh, for many secular Jews, people wouldn't realize that we're actually Jewish. Um, in the same breath, when we speak to our fellow uh, Jews in the diaspora, we they are, are able to identify us perhaps as Jewish, and it's, uh, our heritage is uh, is kept up in inflections and and uh, subtleties, I think, more than anything else. When when I spoke to Vikile, um, it got me thinking about how we represent our heritage and who has a right to represent somebody else's heritage, if anybody, or is is this kind of heritage open and accessible and should be shared? Um, look, I think specifically with regards to Jewish heritage, um, Jews have been so prevalent in Western culture and Western history that uh, there's very little that I think is is private or hidden, shielded or unknown necessarily about Jewish culture and heritage. Um, you know, if you just think in terms of Yiddish words that have made their way into the you know popular parlance, things like schlep and so on. Um, with regards to how we practice our religion and our culture, I don't think that there's anything that that. Uh, certainly in using the example you shared of the wound that is kept private or, or un, um, unspoken about. Um, you know, Jewish culture has been reflected in the media uh, for so many years and in so many different manners that, uh, that I don't think that there's anything that, 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 that is unsurprising. You know, we may, we may cringe sometimes when we see some... Uh, Examples of what's meant to be Jewish traditions being played out in Hollywood films or so on. But uh, I think in general, uh, anybody who's, who's grown up in the Western society has some basic ideas of, of how we practice Judaism. Um, Gavin, you, you mentioned um, Jewish heritage as long as a piece of string. And when we think of Jewish heritage, probably every single person listening to this is thinking of something different. You know, be it, what, knadel, hearing words. What is, is there one such thing as a Jewish heritage? I think with three and a half thousand years <laughs> of history spread across the entire globe, um, 
It's a very difficult thing. And as you rightly say, I think each one of us has a slightly different perspective. Um, I think the fact that we all accept that we all have different perspectives on perspectives on what Jewish heritage is, is very much part and parcel of our, of our heritage, that the ability to have that sort of duality within our thinking. Um, you know, for some, it would be religion and ritual. For others, it would be the, you know, more contemporary Jewish culture that's rooted in something closer to Seinfeld than, than Halakha. Right. But, um, you know, it's easily recognizable to all of us. Um, but I don't think it's something that you can clearly define. In terms of clearly def- uh, defining Jewish South Africans, is there something that makes us different from Jews living in America or the UK or anywhere in Europe? I think uh, yes and no. I think uh, anybody who's lived abroad has a sense of what it's like to be an expat. And I think that is similar for Jews even within a Jewish environment elsewhere, South African Jews in a Jewish environment elsewhere. Um, the fact that we are primarily a, a Litvak-orientated community, although we have no uh, close connection to, to Lithuania anymore, um, has meant that we're quite a homogenous community here in, in South Africa and, and perhaps share more traditions than perhaps uh, Jewish communities in the diaspora elsewhere. Um, we are probably more alike than many other diaspora communities that, that draw their pool of, of uh, forefathers from a, broad, from a broader reach. Okay, and in terms of um, how we kind of, as part of the South African fabric, we're one of many threats that make up South African society. Uh, do we, do you think we, there is enough integration, um, in terms of culture, not in terms of just ordinary people, but in terms of sensitivity towards other people's cultures, or not sensitivity, knowledge, awareness? And do you think there's enough, um, generally within South African society? Well, one of the themes in the Jewish Museum is that we're a culture amongst cultures, and we're a, we're a country that's made up of a, a number of different cultures that are very, very different. Um, my, my feeling is that, that perhaps as a community we might be a little too insular at the moment. Um, if you think back two generations, three generations ago, there were Jews that were spread throughout the entire country, and there were South Africans who knew Jewish people and uh, and had some personal experience with us as people. Uh, today, the South African Jewish community lives in a very small geographical footprint, predominantly in the northern suburbs in Johannesburg, the Atlantic Seaboard, and in in Cape Town. Um, and we come into contact, I think, with our fellow compatriots and a, a lot less often. Um, but there is a lot of interest in who we are, and uh, people come to the museum daily to learn about uh, Judaism, Jewish South Africans. And to use an example, last night my, my brother took an Uber, who was telling me a story about the Uber driver who found out he discovered he was Jewish, and was absolutely fascinated and could not stop asking questions about us as a community and our religion. And I think that we, while we do tremendous work, outreach as a, there are lots of fantastic Jewish communal organizations that are doing work throughout the country. Um, 
I'm not so certain that we are as sharing with our culture as as perhaps we should be. But then, Gavin, I think it's hard for absolutely everybody. You know, there have been so many debates in the newspaper over the last week about um, Heritage Day and specifically the Bri, which has come under a lot of (laughs) scrutiny. And they were saying, well, maybe within um, that day it shouldn't be about the Bri, but it should be cultural events within communities. But then you kind of think, what cultural events and what communities? I, I agree absolutely with that. You know, I actually, even though I'm a heritage practitioner, so to speak, I actually think the idea of a bri on Heritage Day is a wonderful idea. Um, we have such diverse communities and cultures in this country. One of the very few things that we share is an enjoyment of a good bri, of, of meat on a fire. I think that is true for just about every community in, in South Africa. And uh, the fact that it's been sort of become sort of National Briar Day um, <laughs> is, is something that, that we should perhaps engage with and, and, and bring our different uh, bride traditions towards each other, you know. Um, it's, it, it's difficult in this country, given our history, to find something that we can all share and relate. And, uh, and it's important to try to create those national symbols and events and that that a national culture grows out of. So we're going to take our break here, Gavin, but um, when we come back, maybe we can look at, you talk about uh, symbols. Uh, we can look at how for you as a museum practitioner, identify what is and isn't important and how we display that kind of history. Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I am talking to Gavin Morris, who is the director of the South African Jewish Museum. And as such, Gavin, you are the curator, as it were, of our Jewish heritage here in South Africa. Uh, What are the kinds of issues that you kind of deal with when deciding on what does and doesn't go into a Jewish museum? Well, uh, fortunately, we have a number of uh, very uh, wise and educated academics that, that focus on Jewish history in South Africa, people like uh, Professor Milton Shane, Adam Mendelssohn, Richard Mendelssohn, Howard Phillips, and they help me a lot when it comes to these type of things. I, um, our history is quite is quite simple in terms of what we put into the museum. It's, it's telling the narrative. It's telling, finding examples of stories and uh, events that shaped South African Jewish life. Where it gets a little bit more difficult is determining what constitutes Jewish. You know, um, is there, as we were talking earlier about how um, everybody or every Jewish person sees their heritage or identifies slightly differently or have their own image in their own mind. The problem with the museum is that in this environment, we need to try and present a uh, shared Jewish narrative, history, identity in South Africa, but not everybody will necessarily agree that what we present is accurate from their perspective. Um, I often joke here with my staff is that I get two types of phone calls a week. The first one is, I was just in the museum, it's wonderful, but how can you not have so-and-so in the museum? They were, you know, one ship Nelson Mandela's hand or something, whatever, this, this or that person must be in the museum. And those who know that I've taken that phone call, the next phone call would be, I was just in the museum, and how dare you have so-and-so in the museum? <laughs> so um, I think as long as I'm annoying everybody equally, I, we're probably doing a decent job. Um, but, you know, the questions come in, 
when we have renowned South Africans who are worthy of being identified and incorporated into a museum, but may or may you know may not meet the halachic um, criteria for being considered Jewish, but yet consider themselves Jewish, you know, what do you do in those type of situations? How do you define Judaism? Do you stick to uh, or who is Jewish? Do you keep to strictly halachic? Uh, pre, uh, precepts, or do you uh, allow people to self-identify? Uh, and similar with uh, with events that happen in South African Jewish history, um, are they South African historical events, or are they Jewish South African historical events? Um, how do you tell the stories? It's a it's a very difficult thing, and it needs to be taken, I think, in my opinion, on a case by case basis. Um, I want to go on a little bit more to the museum, but I have a very uh, interesting question for you that has come by SMS, and it okay. asks, what is the difference between heritage, culture, and tradition? I don't think there is much of a difference. I, I think they are three words that are used um, inter- interchangeably. Um, I think one of the difficulties we have with Heritage Day slash Friday is a clear definition. Um, I don't think in, in Jewish history you can remove heritage from culture, you can't remove uh, culture from history. Um, they're, they're interchangeable in my opinion. And t- taking that in, into account that we've got these three things, heritage, culture, tradition, uh, and you have a museum that's obviously ev- um, evolving all the time and your displays are evolving all the time. How do you, going forward, are we creating as South African Jews a new heritage, a new identity, and a new culture? Well, these are questions we're grappling with as a museum at the moment. Um, in 2020, this museum will be 20 years old, and we have started the process of looking into adapting the museum to to cover the past 20 years. The, the content of the museum, uh, the permanent content, rather, uh, was developed to end in 1994 with the advent of democracy. And it's now time for the museum to tell the story of our community within the democratic South Africa as well. And it's very, very difficult to come up um, with clear guidelines as to to what constitutes our history and culture uh, over these past 20 years. And it's uh, it's these kind of questions that, uh, that as I say, in each case by case basis, you you find yourself moving from one side of the of the debate to the other, depending on this, the current situation. Um, I think there are ways in which you are able to choose aspects of the communal experience uh, that will work as an analogy to everybody else's. Uh, so one story of a particular person, for example, may be a shared story for many families. Uh, that of a smos, for example. Um, you know, we could tell we, we, not everybody's family had a smos in it, but the 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 impact of a smos is is uh, universal to South African Jews and, and, and the story of South African Jewry. Um, it's a difficult it's a difficult thing to do. Well, uh, Gavin, I'm I'm pleased that our heritage is in your hands because I can see that you you're thinking very deeply and hardly around these kinds of issues, um, and it's it's fun because it evolves, as I said, and it's. Uh, Identity is something that that changes, I think, all the time. Absolutely. So thank you. The, yes. the importance of being able uh, for your culture and traditions to evolve along with with society and with yourselves is, is, is key to making your heritage active and a part of your life. 
Well, Gavin, and it remains me for, for me to wish you uh, to enjoy the rest of your Heritage Month. Uh, and, of yeah. course, once again, it coincides with Simcha uh, Stara, so we wish you also Chag Sameach. Chag Sameach and Shabbat Shalom to you and all your listeners. Thank you.